Hello everybody, thanks again for tuning to Revolutionary Lumpen Radio. In this episode we've got another crossover episode from YouTube, that's from Ryan's channel, The Zen Marxist. He's lately been doing PragerU reaction videos to the ultimate reactionary videos on YouTube. I thought that it'd be good to showcase that on the pod and I also wanted to get in there and dunk on PragerU as we all should. If you want to support the show and get some bonus content, you can always support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash lumpenpodcast. Otherwise, it's lumpen.co.uk for all other episodes. Okay, let's dive into it. All right, guys, welcome to a new reaction video. This episode is going to be a little bit different. This is a crossover episode, so I'm going to be joined here by my Revolutionary Lumpen Radio podcast co-host. This way, we're going to cross-pollinate the audience streams. Everyone from my YouTube, go and check the podcast out. Everyone from the podcast, come over and check my YouTube out. Two birds, one stone. We're killing it up out here. <laughs> and um, that's what we're going to do, basically. I'm same old, same old. going to do another PragerU reaction video. I just want to say, yeah, it's supposed to be joining you as well on your own channel. I've been watching these, uh, obviously, every single time you release one. So good, you break down the ideological bullshit that PragerU is feeding people. I think it's really interesting, just as a phenomenon, that PragerU is actually forced to do these kind of videos. I do feel like they're forced to do it because of the information age that we live in now, social media particularly, and the access that people have got to information. If you look back in the past, the base, the superstructure, talking schools, universities, newspapers. That's where people got their understanding of the world from once they left school. Prager, you know, is that in the current climate communists are out there just as we are now educating the masses so they also just as we've got a countercultural hegemony they've got a counter countercultural hegemony so all of these bigger you videos are dead interesting because it's definitely countering the truth that communists and marxists and progressives are pushing out there on the people and i know that because um it's social media but a lot of their comments you'll see they're relating on black lives matter they're talking about recent issues that they comment on isn't it Ryan it's not like they're just making an up they're, they're always responding to current events and they get pushing out their narrative against the truth without further ado shall we dive into it yep do you know what's going on in your kid's school if Education. not yes they're not allowed to learn Marxism I know that now would be a good time to take a look here's what you're likely to find According to the education establishment, the purpose of public education is no longer just to teach the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic. First of all, reading, writing, and arithmetic don't begin with R's. The three R's there is nonsense. There is no, there, there. Second of all, the title of the video is actually correct. There is no such thing as an apolitical classroom. There's actually no such thing as apolitical ever, right? Like everything in existence is inherently political. There is no such thing as apolitical. Apolitical doesn't exist. It do, it never can exist. It never has existed. It never will exist. It's a fiction. It's a lie. There's no such thing as apolitical. Okay. Everything is political from the roads you drive on to the wages you earn, to the hospitals you visit, to the schools you go to, to the taxes you pay, to the classrooms that you're taught in. There's no such thing as an apolitical anything. It doesn't exist and it never has. And I mean, this is coming from a university see you think that they should know better particularly the um writing and arithmetic two of the three r's don't begin with an r well i mean they're, they're also not a real university right they're like they're basically just a right-wing like 
creation in a, a university trench coat. Like, they're not an actual university. I don't think they have, like, brick-and-mortar students or anything. They're just, they just call themselves a university, and they're allowed to do that. Because in America, you can, you can just do that shit, apparently. Remember when Trump did that, Trump University, and he had to pay, like, $20 million in settlements because it wasn't an actual fucking university? It's just America, isn't it? As long as it says capitalism... They're going to be all for it. And it plainly says capitalism. I mean, just look at the speakers. They're all extremely racist, fascist. You've done a Ben Shapiro one on your last episode, didn't you? Ben Shapiro's not a professor. To the fact that they live in a country that has been, remains, and will probably always be racist. Yes. Here's how the American Association of School Administrators, AASA, recently described its mission. At a time of obscene inequities, merely trying to compensate is not enough. AASA's work must go further and become actively anti-racist. I have no idea what being anti-racist sounds simple and laudable. Treat. I don't know who they are or what they stand for, but ultimately, if they're some kind of organization within the United States, they're not going to fundamentally challenge power or the class society. So this is literally like right-wingers getting mad that some people are anti-racist, when in reality, they're not going to do anything to challenge the power structures. They're not going to do anything to challenge class society. They're not going to do anything that's fundamentally going to uphold, upend, or reshape how American society works on the whole. So they're literally just... I mean, they're, li- they're literal snowflakes, right? They're literally just running around crying like the sky is falling the sky is falling they're just sounding the alarm over absolutely nothing right this organization i've never heard of them the aaca or something whatever they're not they're not a revolutionary organization they're not going to fundamentally reshape how power works in the united states and these guys they're all mad about it over over literally nothing these are the people that call other people snowflakes while making videos about an organization that's going to do absolutely nothing to fundamentally challenge power. I'm just wondering how he's going to come back to addressing systemic racism. Everyone the same. A version of the golden rule. What could be wrong with that? Nothing. Except that's not what the educational elite... Actually, stop. Yes, there is something wrong with the golden rule. I'm fundamentally against the golden rule. The golden rule is treat other people how you would like to be treated. Okay? Listen, that's fine outside of a class society. Inside a class society, this doesn't work, right? Because fundamentally, what this is doing is it's preaching or attempting to prescribe a version of morality that amounts to pacifism, right? I don't want violence to be inflicted upon me, therefore I won't inflict violence upon others. This entrenches the current power system. Whoever has power will remain in power when people are promoting pacifism, right? This is why pacifism is a nonsense ideology and it can't be upheld. In fact, not only that, but pacifism in the face of fascism is murder, right? Because if you're t- actively telling people not to fight back as fascists to take power, then you're responsible. You are actively murdering people through negligence, right? Telling people to be non-violent in the face of Nazis is violence. Mm-hmm. I agree. Anti-racism, in its current formulation, does not mean equal treatment of others. It is an all-encompassing ideology that demands that white people accept that their behavior is either implicitly or explicitly racist, and has been for at least 400 years. The catch-22 here is that... 400 years? Just think about all the shit that's happened in those 400 years that he wants to say. Like, the, the implication there is that it wasn't racist. Dude, 
think about everything that's happened over those 400 years. That encompasses slavery. It encompasses genocide of the Native Americans. It encompasses Jim Crow laws and segregation. And he's just, oh, well, that's not racist. I don't even understand how you can arrive at this conclusion or how anyone watching this video cannot see the ridiculousness of that statement. For the last 400 years, oh, isn't it crazy that over the last 400 years, people thought we were racist? What did you do in those 400 years? Well, like slavery and Jim Crow and segregation. And so how is that not racist? Like you don't, the whole thing's ridiculous. What kills me, honestly, this is like, it genuinely just upsets me so much, these videos. But it's like, like why, why is anti-racism an ideology? It's them trying to separate anything good into something that seems crazy because people are talking about different ideologies, you know, Marxism and, and liberalism. You're trying to place anti-racism into a, an ideology. is it, like alienating being anti-racist from our own humanity. And it's honestly, like, I can't stand these. The even, the, the, the even stranger thing here is that what they conceive of as being anti-racism isn't even anti-racism. Like, they're mad at the liberal notion of anti-racism, which actually isn't anti-racism. So not only are they wrong, but the boogeyman that they've created wouldn't actually do the thing that they think they would do, right? This is a liberal notion of anti-racism. Because if they're talking about the American establishment or the Democratic Party, those people aren't anti-racist. So they're building this straw man that's like, oh no, the Democratic Party are really anti-racism. But they're not. If you actually understand and look at the power dynamics in the country, these people aren't anti-racist. The whole thing's ridiculous from dot. Like, like from the jump, they're not even close to accurate. Yeah, I'm just going to make a prediction that they're going to they're gonna say that the classroom is not apolitical. They're going to say because it's always trying to be anti-racist or it's trying to be like peace, love and solidarity and then they'll categorise that as an ideology but then liberalism and everything that like embodies capitalism in the United States of America I think that they're just going to claim that that is human nature and anything separate from liberalism is the actual politics within a classroom when it's not it's the actual contradiction from the already existing political economic system of capitalism that we live under do you know what I'm saying I kind of butchered them words but do you get what I was going to predict there yeah say you're not racist only proves how racist you really are that is you are so racist you don't even know it and if this accusation upsets you that's proof of your white fragility Education Week's classroom Q&A blog tells teachers that, as Ibram X. Kendi, the author of How to Be an Anti-Racist, would say, By the way, we're being told this by a non-white person, therefore it must be true. There is no not racist. There is only racist and anti-racist. Your silence favors the status quo and the violently oppressive harm it does to black and brown folk everywhere. Yes, that's what actually Kendi true. What he is saying is, if you don't voice active agreement with him, you are a racist. No, and if you treat no, 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 people no, no. equally, this regardless is, that's of That's too simplistic, right? Listen, what he's saying is, silence in the face of oppression favors the status quo, which is objectively correct, right? Like, okay, so the US is enacting imperialism all over the world. It's killing and murdering innocent black, brown, and innocent children in Iraq, Afghanistan, Libya, Syria, etc. right? If you are not against that, then you are definitionally for that. 
right? This isn't some kind of like black and white fallacy or because it's a true dichotomy. That's why, right? So I don't want to logic nerd out here, but some people are going to say this is a false dichotomy. It's actually possible to be neutral on the issue. But the problem is it's not possible to be neutral on the issue because to either be anti or pro-imperialism is a true dichotomy. There is no neutrality on this issue. You can't be like... Oh, well, I just don't know anything about it. No, because even if you don't know anything about it, the positions and the policies that you uphold and vote for are going to fall down on either being pro or anti-imperialism. The same thing here is true of racism, right? Silence in face of the status quo is benefit to the status quo. Like, okay, think about during the 60s, during like the MLK and the Malcolm X, the Jim Crow days and the Civil Rights Act days. If you were someone who just tried to remain neutral or I'm not, I don't have an opinion on this. That's tacit support to the actual harm that the US government is doing on black and brown people because you're not actively against that, right? That's what MLK's letter in a Birmingham jail spoke about specifically. He said the biggest obstacle to black liberation is not the KKK. It's not people in white hoods. It's the white moderate. It's the white liberal who says shit like, oh, I agree with you, but just not now, just not yet, just not like this, just not like that, right? People who are trying to put a timeline on other people's freedom. So yes, it, this is this is true. This is definitionally true. Yeah, I think that similar, similarly, what you said there, though, Ryan, is... Um, I forgot, never mind, carry on. Oh no, actually, in fact, what it was is this PragerU, what it does is it gives a lot of people um, a lot to argue with each other with. And I think that what it does is it, is it promotes uh, discussion, debate between individuals. Because and, and what it does is it turns the subject matter, which is, as you've said, is, you know, a dichotomy. Um, it turns that into an individual belief opinion like you can be anti-racist but you can also be a, a little bit different or nuanced in that opinion from another anti-racist you know it, i think that that's what this does ultimately is it gives people um it it gives individuals liberals a sense that you, you know you know these people who think that the free thinkers these people who think that the free thinkers look at this video and they're like okay yeah my mind is is open whereas we're never ever trying to tell people what to believe we're never ever trying to tell people anything other than the truth and then you make your own opinion from that Do you know what i'm saying and and this is just it it's literally the this it's i hate to they have their minds so open that their brain's fallen out. Wow. <laughs> yes. It was worth rambling just for that. You're also a racist. Anti-racists embrace racial discrimination as long as it's done on their terms. As no. Pendy has said, the only remedy to racist discrimination is anti-racist discrimination. The only remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination. I understand how wrong okay. this might sound. Stop, because he's not giving it, any context there. I don't know this author. I haven't read the book. I don't know what the ultimate point here he's trying to make. But this is the definition of like taking quotes 
devoid of context and then shaping them to to fit your point right like yeah. he said you know the, the only different I, I can't even remember the quote like the only answer to past discrimination is current discrimination i don't know what that means like what does that look like in the real world obviously this guy isn't going to tell us so the only way i would actually get that answer is by doing independent research or reading the book because i don't know what that guy's prescription for the solution is i don't know what he wants i don't know what his solutions to the problems are right it just reminds me of all them liberals and capitalists that you fucking debate with over, like on Reddit, and they'll talk to you as if they're being polite and as if they're dead smart, and, oh, I'm just trying to have a civil discussion here. But these are the kind of people Prager used teaching people, if you're against one thing, then you're against another, despite it, saying that this is what the other fella's doing. No, this is what they do all the time. What are they trying to teach you here? Anybody who's listened so far, what have you learned about racism other than the people who are trying to fight racism? You should probably be annoyed at them for trying to get you to be a better person instead of an individual with your own racist beliefs. I mean, what are we meant to get from this so far? That's what I've got from it. And I'm not even, like, making this shit up. Prager you, what's next? turns the Martin Luther King concept of racial equality on its head. But that's exactly the point. Why why is racial equality a Martin Luther King quality? Again, this is like USA. You hated him, you wanted him dead. Now you're attributing him as like some of the greatest, most anti-racist ideological fucking opinion beliefs ever honest to god americans how can you let this exist in your country how do you let this exist how is this building still up how are these people still walking honest to god americans look use it out there you've got your fucking bill of rights and your, your 12 commandments and all of that and you're doing nothing with it Honest to God, just I, I'm I'm sickened, Ryan. I I don't know how you I don't know how you react to all of these videos all the time. God damn, no one here on that sucky. It's really easy, honestly, because once you understand, I think I said this in one video, but like once you understand all of their talking points. Like, you know where the video is going before it even gets there. Like, at this point, I could produce PragerU videos to a better standard than PragerU could. All you have to do is take, like, famous civil rights leaders like MLK or Malcolm X and just say, oh, no, they were conservatives, actually. They do that all the time. Like, it's not hard to do. Wow. It's obviously wrong, but they, they don't give a shit. These people, out they're not out here looking for truth or reality, right? So it doesn't matter. Lorena German, who chairs the Committee on Anti-Racism for the National Council of the Teaching of English, makes this clear. At the height of the recent urban unrest, German wrote that arsonists should serve as a model for teachers. Educators, what, what are you mean? burning? Your white-centered curriculum? The school's racist policies? Your racist-ass principal? The funding for police and schools versus counselors? What are you burning? German's call to commit arson may have been metaphorical, but her call to get rid of the traditional school curriculum is not. A lesson plan created by the New York City Culturally Responsive Education Working Group, Transforming Our Public Schools, a guide to culturally responsive and sustaining education, tells teachers that the whole Western canon is rife with horrible stories and atrocities of who we are as people of color. For their part, the National Committee on Social Studies has promised to flood our children with counter-messages until there is no racial inequality in economic opportunity, no racial inequality in education, 
no racial inequality and incarceration rates, yeah, and no Stop. brutality from police and others. This is what I'm talking about, about it being definitionally liberal, right? So the enemy that they've told you about is this whatever council, and all they want to do is ultimately educate people. No, no amount of education is fundamentally going to stop people being racist or remove racism from the class structure. This is what I'm talking about, about conservatives being mad at an enemy that's not actually their enemy, right? Like. Again, the enemy that they've told you about in this video is some kind of council that just wants to educate people on racism. That won't get rid of racism. You still live in a capitalist society. You still live in a class society, right? So racism is fundamentally still going to exist. So these people are mad at the New York center of whatever, whatever, even though if the New York center of whatever, whatever got everything they wanted, there would still be tons of racism. The enemy that they've built up doesn't actually solve the problem that they claim to solve. This is liberalism 101, right? Like, I don't expect conservatives to understand this, obviously, but this won't root out racism. You cannot just educate people without fundamentally changing the base. Now, Education can play a role in this. This is what Mao was talking about with the Cultural Revolution, right? You can't just have a revolution in the base. You actually have to have a revolution in the superstructure. That's what the Cultural Revolution is. So education can definitely play a part in that. There's no doubt about that. But without changing the base, this whole thing is useless. You can educate people until the cows come home. It ain't going to make a difference if the fundamental power structure in your class-centered society is still existing. It's not going to matter. I just don't know what point you were making there about it. Are they saying that this organization's bad? Is that the point that they're making? Well, right-wingers have this huge aggrievement complex that, like, all the schools are filled with Marxists. So basically, what they're talking about is they're just trying to drive that narrative home. They're once again just building up the big but bad boogeyman about like, mm. all the schools and universities are bad and they're trying to, yeah, sure, they think they're teaching anti-racism, but that's just really racism in disguise and that's bad. That's I mean, all they do. Like Chase says, obviously a country that's not educated is easy to deceive or a country that can't read or write is easy to deceive. And that is how important education is. And that's why education is obviously, <laughs> you have to be vetted to go through all these universities and all that in the sense that you know you come from a right family either you've got money or you're or you're extremely disciplined um like a dog to do all your work and all your results and all your studies but i think that what what we're seeing here is kind of our generation witnessing how this the how i mean i'll call it the states because i mean the probably funded by the state what we see is our generation being taught why we're justifiably not taught about a lot of things so people are just kind of yeah so they have it in the head that like schools are just marxist and education is ultimately bad and it's just trying to fill your head up with nonsense so the people stay uneducated and this is an education system that literally still teaches people that like Christopher Columbus was a good guy and when he came to America the Native Americans taught him how to grow corn and they all lived happily ever after right like this is the education system that these people think is it's ridiculous the education system that currently exists is a historical it's fundamentally revisionist history right but they're not mad at that because of course not because that fundamentally backs up their ideology. Uh, this is an emotional goddamn roller coaster. Like, even though I'm white privileged. If that sounds to you a lot more like political indoctrination than education, you'd be right. New York State now encourages teachers to incorporate current events 
even if they are controversial, into instruction. How is that utilize bad? tools that encourage students to engage with difficult topics, power, okay, how's that bad? privilege, topics, access, and equity constructively. Okay, how's that bad? We might all wish that as cultural and political polarization reaches into more and more areas of American life, schools could remain an apolitical oasis where children no. can learn to read, write, and develop skills of socialization. But if that's what you want for your children, then just know that anti-racist educators think that you are part of the problem. According to a writer guess. for Teaching Tolerance, a project of the Southern Poverty Law Center, anti-racist educators recognize that schools today are doing exactly what they were built to do in this country. Exclude. Silence. Erase. Yeah, of course. Promote white supremacy. Undoubtedly. An anti-racist approach to schooling could very well mean an ending to schools as we know them. Yeah, sure. That is certainly true. The National Council on the Teaching of English insists there is no apolitical classroom. Correct. The educational elite has a very clear lesson plan in mind for your children. If you're okay with it, you can send Johnny and Jennifer off to school with a glad heart. If you're not okay with it, better talk to the principal or get ready with a plan B. I'm Max Eden, senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute for Prager University. Thank you for watching this video. To keep PragerU videos free, please consider making a tax-deductible donation. Honestly, you don't need to like hear him go off in the end. But ultimately, yes, there is no such thing as an apolitical classroom. Everything you're taught... Listen, guys, history is definitionally a weapon, okay? There is no one official narrative on history. Well, there is an official narrative, but there's no true, correct... History, right? History is definitionally a narrative that you tell people. You can tell people the reality, which is, you know, the settler colonial nation of the United States, how the nation was founded through settler colonialism. Then the nation was built through slavery, people that they stole from Africa, and then they genocided the Native Americans. That's a fact. That's true. That's just objectively correct. Or you can you, you give the revisionist history, which is, oh, no, we were all here and we came together and we sung Kumbaya and slavery was good, actually, for some kind of reasons. And yeah, we didn't genocide the Native Americans. Apparently, they just, I don't know, they disappeared magically somehow. We don't really know what happened. Don't ask about it. Right? Like, history is definitionally a weapon. Anytime you're learning about history, you're learning about someone's narrative on history. There is no such thing as an apolitical history. There's no such thing as an apolitical education. Everything you learn from every teacher, classroom, class book, or anything is political in nature. Like, like economics is the worst for this shit. You learn that, like, the freer the market, the freer the people. Well, first of all, that's bullshit. That's not just a fact about reality. That's a political viewpoint that they want to spin as an apolitical position. There's no way... Of course everyone in the comments is going to be favoring them, right? Like, because... Have you seen this top it's comment? Their, yeah, of course. Like, there's no... There's no, like, they're completely detached from reality. Like, and not only this, but there are people in the comments talking about homeschooling. Homeschooling is infinitely worse because right-wingers, for some reason, are really mad at, like, Common Core, which is just basically, like, a, a set of things that everyone has to learn in school, which is good. Uh, people should have that. We can debate until the cows come home about what should be in there and what shouldn't. But the idea that there were, like, basic minimums for education is actually a good thing. But when you get homeschooled, there is no such 
There's no such standard. They can teach you anything. Um, they cannot teach you anything. And fundamentally, like homeschooling has a giant religious slant. They end up, you know, it's just like, you know, Adam and Eve was real and God made the white man superior. Like that's the kind of shit that you end up getting in, in, um, you know, homeschooling education. And I'm pretty sure PragerU is like big on that whole homeschooling thing. I'm pretty sure they fund like organizations that uh, deal in homeschooling. They like sell all the homeschooling equipment and everything that you would need. Um, but yeah, that's it. Oh my God. But I mean, I just want to summarize what we learned there from PragerU. We learned that PragerU wants to uh, just wants everybody to be scared of politics. They don't want them to be involved in politics. They want to be offended when somebody tries to educate something that could be attributed to politics, even though um, it's this naivety, it's this turn, you know, t- turning the other cheek. Um, the is actually um, ideological and political with there's no escape in politics no matter what you do everything's a political choice as long as you live under a state um, and even even if you don't you're, you're still participating in the political structure of that society so if you don't like politics that's too bad but you can't just say to people I don't want to get involved in politics I don't like politics or that sounds political that's not good enough because by saying that you are complicit with the politics just as he didn't he say on the on the video earlier that if, if you don't care about racism then you're racist i mean that's essentially what it is if look if you're against politics at least know why can't just go about life with your head buried in the sand or you literally don't deserve a brain and you know you may as well just walk up to a capitalist ask them to sew some some needles into you on some strings so you can be their little puppet because that's all you will be uh-huh. sorry ryan but I, i'm absolutely livid that proper upset me then i got angry it was an emotional roller coaster honestly i i can't take them videos i can't all good Alrighty then that's the end of that one touch up on that like and subscribe button you know what it is and i'll catch you in the next one peace hello everybody shibby here i just like because i got so wound up and i felt hate during that recording i just wanted to share some love with everybody so i just thought it'd be good to tell everybody who i love right now in life i love val i love ali i love sir mig i love awu loads i love jordan i love helen i love Hail, I love Sharky Xmas, I love Seville, I love Mary Williams, I love Kate, I love Gemma, I love Slaughter Round, I love Jessica, I love John Gregory, I love Jim, I love Revolutionary Left Radio, I love my good comrade Joe, and I love Jake, and I love everybody else. If you even like us a little bit, would you consider subscribing so that you can get all of the future episodes? Share, you know, tweet about the episodes. Guaranteed I'm going to screenshot that, save it to my computer, and then it goes in like a slideshow when we live stream on Twitch among all of the photos that anybody can send in and we'll absolutely um, display them when we're live on Twitch in the future. Until next time, oh, just use wait until these next projects we've got coming up. Workers and lumping of the world unite against Prager U. Us living as we do upside down, and the new word to have is revolution. People don't even want to hear the preachers spill. Over.
woke up one night digging Paul Revere and Nat Turner as the good guys. America stripped for bed and we had not all yet closed our eyes. The signs of truth were tattooed across our often entered vagina. We learned to our amazement the untold tale of scandal. Two long centuries buried in a musty vault, hosed down daily with a gagging perfume. America was a bastard, the illegitimate daughter of the mother country, whose legs were then spread around the world, and a rapist known as freedom, free doom. Democracy, liberty, and justice were revolutionary code names that preceded the bubbling, 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 bubbling in the mother country's crotch. What does Webster say about soul? All I want is a good home and a wife and a children and some food to feed them every night. After all is said and done, build a new route to China if they'll have you. Who will survive in America? 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 Will survive in America?